My name is Matt Brown. A man like you, I'd follow into combat blindfolded, and I wouldn't be the first. Well, I appreciate people's generosity, and let's start the show. Bill, what? Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. everybody the world is a better place because you are here to join us my name is matt brown and i am the host of the productive conversations podcast how are we doing here on monday june 28th 2021 it is hot and heavy hot and steamy but yet that's not going to prevent us from having a good week ahead good shows ahead and nothing but that here on the productive conversations podcast before we get into the fun don't forget to like and subscribe to the productive conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and you YouTube. And to check out exclusive content regarding this show, go to our website, ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com, and you can check out all the fun we have over there, whether it is our merchandise store through Zazzle, whether it's every single podcast in the entire archive, as well as the links to every single one of our podcasts and platforms and YouTube, and you can check out the videos to each and every single one of our shows as well. As I said, check out the merchandise store through Zazzle. You can check out the blogs I've written. You can check out my resume. You can check out all the fun regarding this show on, once again, ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And if you want to check out all exclusive content we have in the social media world, check us out on Instagram at ProductiveConversationsPodcast. Check us out on Twitter at ProdConvoPod. And check us out on TikTok at ProductiveConversations. So here on this Monday... It is really, really hot. And as I'm recording this, it's really, really fucking hot. I mean, it's a scorcher. Summer is here. It's a good thing. We have so much things to be excited about with that. What I do this weekend? Nothing. But chillingly nothing. You know, I uh, didn't go do much except saw some good friends on Saturday back at the Cribbo. As I mentioned, I'm working on mixology and bartending, so I made a bunch of drinks. Made my first margarita, which came out fantastic. I also made a um, made a pink lady, which was incredible. And what else did I make? I also made pita coladas with rum and uh it was fantastic besides that uh, i also like i said just saw some good friends i got asked to be a groomsman how about that for the second time for the first time um with an actual wedding that's actually gonna happen i got asked to be a groomsman with my great buddy ryan page and melissa that is gonna be a fantastic day in 2022 thank you ryan and melissa for asking me to be part of your special day and it's gonna be it's gonna be really incredible so that was exciting. Got a good cool cooler out of that. A coaster, I should say. And then on this uh, Sunday, uh, on the 27th, I went to the Mets game. Let me make clear. You know, I'm not a Mets fan. I'm a Yankee fan. But my family's all Mets fans. I follow the Mets and all New York sports teams just as much as I do my favorite sports teams. But I'm a Yankee fan, and I want to make that clear. But I still had a great time in my first uh, sporting event since the um, my first sporting event since the pandemic, and it was absolutely stunning and fantastic. It really was great to be amongst a crowd again. Uh, enjoying the company watching a pretty good baseball game Mets lost four to two on Zach Wheeler just absolutely pounding the Mets 
having them barely score any runs. And the Mets' lack of offense leads them to split a four-game series against the Phillies. But it was good. It was a good time. Scorching hot. We, me and my family sat up in the Coca-Cola corner. I mean, right to the, I guess, what, the right of the foul pole line. And if somebody hit a shot and just missed, we would have got it. But, you know, sun is scorching down. It was tough. But we hung out in the Mike Piazza uh, lounge over there for the rest of the game when the sun wasn't beating down. And I had some awful chicken tenders. Foku chicken tenders was a joke. I mean, it was so disgusting and greasy. And what a waste $15 was for that. But hey, I also had my tall boys. I also had my tall boys had some Miller Lights, so no complaints there. And it was a good time. It really was. And uh, while we're on the subject of baseball, I've talked about the New York Yankees, the team I care about the most. They had one of the worst possible weekends ever. I mean, it was bad. We got swept by the Boston Red Sox, six and a half back in the lost column now, and we have to really consider what the fuck is going on. Listen, I'm not in panic mode. In a week, sorry, in a month from today, if we're in the same position we're in, then we have to do, to reconsider what is the future. Somebody's gonna get fired. We've been patient enough. This is a great core that's taking forever. And, uh, well, shit, the New York Yankees implode against the Red Sox, who are having some Cinderella season out of nowhere. And, yeah, I'm pissed off. I will not go on a rant right now. Like I said, in a month from now, I will. But we have some things to be concerned about indeed. I mean, lack of offense again for the Yankees is troubling. We have the starting pitching being hit or miss. But again, uh, Garrett Cole getting pounded by the Red Sox yesterday was not ideal. It was very bad. And when we need our ace the most, he fucking implodes. Now, to be fair, he did really good in uh, his one playoff appearance uh, last season. He held the team together then. But, or I should say, uh, the two starting um his two starts he had one against Cleveland, one against Tampa where he did hold it down. But again, in this highly intense regular season game in mid June, where we need to really stop any momentum the Red Sox have against us, it absolutely backfired, giving up six runs, bombs after bombs. And uh, Yankees didn't respond either with, uh, Again, lack of offense except Aaron Judge yesterday. And again, we're not even at the All-Star break yet. They have to wait. But if we're, you know, keep losing to the teams we can't lose to, especially within our division, we've gotten our ass handed to us against the AL East, then maybe it's time to look at something new. Aaron Boone, his contract ends this season. And uh, we have a lot of players going to arbitration over the next two seasons. I don't know what to do. Uh, Cashman really seems to be on the hot seat for the first time. But, again, we need to take game, these games in, be patient, and things will be okay. Still have the faith. I will be at the stadium on Wednesday, my first Yankee game, in about a year and a half, which is a big deal to me, and I'm excited for that. I'll see them play the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim on Wednesday, and uh, yeah, we're not going to panic, but 
deep, deep breaths indeed. So, enough of the baseball. Let's uh, talk about who's on the show today. Gabriel Yifun, for the third time, comes on the Productive Conversations podcast in a very relaxing, sometimes random, but in a good sense, where we talk about various topics from the summer starting, boxing, ice cream trucks, talk about the Bronx and the city, and uh, what we have in store and what we are excited for. So literally, this is just a nice productive conversation, a nice chat, as if I was just talking to my buddy on the phone and we made some great content out of it. So let's start it right away. Gabriel Yifun for the third time. Let's get to it. Let's have fun. Let's start this conversation. Here we go. friend of many and he's rising up to be one of the best people on planet earth gave you food for the third time welcome back to the productive conversations podcast what's up my friend what's up man third time's a charm you know i had to come back obviously we needed you to come back man and we're glad to have you join us as always so gabe to start it off talk to me how has 20 how has the summer of 2021 started for you? What you trying to do about it? What you trying to do this summer? Man, I'm trying to I'm trying to do this more, you know? I'm trying to get on my southpaw shit, you know? Mm. Been hitting the boxing gym a lot since the summer started. So that's been my big goal this year to get back into it. So that is what your that is what um, your boxing style is. Your southpaw out here getting no, ready. No, I'm not. No, no. I was just oh. saying like the movie. I'm trying to get like Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nah, southpaw, right? I don't train. Classic. Yeah, I don't train. I don't train southpaw. But oh. yeah, I'd like to. I yeah, might actually. You got that orthodox actually, style. That's what you are. Yeah, yeah. But southpaw is a good tool to have, definitely. Definitely. All right. Yeah. So the summer to get you back into the groove and get your creed on and uh, all that. How has that? Mm-hmm. How has training been, man? How does it feel? I think it's good when you train in the summer because you have that extra heat and adrenaline and momentum. And yeah. That masculinity yeah. in there and get ready to beat somebody, but mostly get <laughs> in your in uh, exactly. in great shape. How's uh, training started for you? It started obviously kind of rough, you know, because like I was out of shape and like all that conditioning and cardio was crazy. But like it kind of like, dude, I like didn't really lose, you know, I didn't really lose what I learned years ago, you know. Yeah. Like it all came back to me and it was like natural. So this has been, it's been awesome. Like if I had to recommend any kind of form of exercising or workout, I think boxing is the best thing anyone can do, you know. Oh. Yeah, it's, funny you it, say that. It literally that. works out not only. Yeah, no, it, it literally works out not just your body, but like your mentality, your, your 
your spirit, everything, man. You know? Right. And they say, like, like you said, I've heard many times that the best type of training someone can do is boxing, especially it's just all full body in there. And you don't even have to spar if you don't want to or get into, you know, get in sanctioned matches. Like if you literally just train as a boxer, that will help everything go together. Talk to Mm -hmm. me more about how um, that relates, including what you already added to with the mental game as well. Wait, what was that? Kind of a robot right there. Mm -hmm. I was wondering what else could you add on to despite this um, besides the, you know, mental aspect you get. Obviously, the full body workout training as a box. You don't even have to spar if you don't mm-hmm. want to. What else can you add to that? Like, what else is the fulfilling part um, that gives you, um, you know, whether stress relief or just getting that um, heart pumping? What else can you add to convince somebody to maybe consider boxing training? Well, you know, like definitely the stress relief, man. I'm telling you, like plenty of times I come out of work, I hit the gym, I come out of work like pissed off and shit, you know, like mm-hmm. crappy day, whatever. And just being able to release that, you know, release that, you know, on a in a controlled environment, that that helps a lot. But like like really it's the discipline you learn, you know. It's a lot of discipline, a lot of routine, a lot of attention to detail, you know. You don't you can't just go and just swing however you want you know it's a lot it, it really works out your brain you know yeah to really analyze shit differently and really go into detail and in, in, in your form and like and like you know your form and how well you're, you're shifting your body and making constant eye contact and where you're going you know because you make like one little mistake and you could get knocked out you know yeah real easily so it's a it's a it's a big mental game that's that's the greatest thing about it. It's a big mental challenge. And that's like 90% of life is all mental, you know? 90% Absolutely. is all mental. 10% is, is physical. And it's like that in boxing, you know? 90% of it is, is all mental games. Hear that. Shit. Hear that. So that's 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 the best thing you could, anyone can do. Absolutely. Or get out of it. That's the best thing anyone could get out of it. Yo, let me yeah. ask, Gabe, do you think down the line, do you see yourself in sanctioned matches? Nah, definitely. You know, years ago when I stopped, I was 15 when I stopped, but I was sparring people and I was sparring mm-hmm. adults and I was getting pretty good at it. But like I took it was like six years, I think. I think if my math is correct, it's been like six years. And I don't know, like now I'm older. I don't really see myself getting into fights, you know. Cause I don't want to, you know, I don't want to fuck up my head and get CTE and shit like right. that and yeah, get yeah. hurt seriously. So I don't think, I don't think I'd ever see myself going, you know, down that route any, anymore, at least, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, always still good to get in, in the shape of anything too. And, you know, speaking of the professionals though, what do you think about the Paul brothers influence on boxing right now? They are getting the numbers up. People are saying one thing, man, Jake Paul, Logan Paul know how to grab a crowd, no. but also no. Jake Paul's fighting non-trained boxers too. Same with Logan. Nah. Tell me your thoughts on nah, the Logan man. brothers in boxing. Nah. That that's some bullshit <laughs> entertainment 
that's not boxing right there, man. That's just not boxing. That's there's doing that to get a, to get a quick buck and people, people feed into it. You know, that's people want to see, but that's, that's not boxing at all. That's literally, they're not, they're not, they're not boxers. They, they may think they are cause they train in the boxing gym, but they're not boxers. They can't fight for real. You know, Logan Paul, you know, Floyd, Floyd, Floyd was toying with him. You know, he wasn't trying to embarrass him, but like, right. Come on, man. I think, I think it's kind of embarrassing boxing, you know, it's like, okay, you're some stupid kids and you want to, you want to use boxing to just make money off of it. All right. Whatever. But if anyone ever tries to compare the two or say like, this is boxing, that's not boxing. That's just, that's not real combat. Mm. So, so I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really buy into that. I don't buy into those two idiots. I think, you know, I think, I think Jake Paul definitely has to get knocked out and get humbled a bit, you know, cause he's really cocky. Yeah. Really, really cocky, you know? So. He he wanted, definitely, he's definitely a joke. And you want to know something I once saw somebody made this tweet a very long time ago. Like first time I saw the Pauls was in Vine. Remember the Vine days? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone made this tweet out. My mom and dad said, the bullies in life, they're not going to go anywhere. Look who my bully is. And it was a picture of Logan Paul. And he just keeps striving and striving and being the face of Gen Z. Isn't that a shame, bro? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he's he's. It's funny you say that because he's definitely a bully now. You know, he's definitely. I think he's definitely to become a bully. You know, he thinks he'll be some fucking some bums, dudes that aren't boxers or whatever. People that <laughs> clearly just wanted it for the money. You know, he thinks because he has those those wins that he's that he's a shit now. Nah, <laughs> he's 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 a straight up bully now. And like I said, dude's gotta get humble quick, and he's gonna. Cause he's fighting Woodley next and Woodley Woodley's an actual beast, you know? Yeah. More than ask. But he could be, and, you know, that's going to be, I think that's going to be the fight to really humble dude, you know? And he will, you know, be a hero to the internet. So <laughs> why not make this moment for you? Yeah. For real, he is gonna be a hero. And then they said Logan Paul today was talking about trying to fight Tyson next. Like, come on, man! It shows the cockiness at that point. Like, you—that's just not even cocky. That's arrogance. Like, you think you could beat arguably top two greatest ever do it heavyweights, Ali then Tyson. He he, he just got his ass whipped by Floyd. You know? Yeah. Now he wants to fight Tyson. I mean, goddamn. Man, privileged people, pr- privilege, huh? <laughs> yeah, they get, they feel like they could just do whatever they want, you know. And Tyson's definitely the last person you want to mess around with like that, you know. Absolutely, dude, dude's what is he? Fifty-five now? Yeah, mid fifties, and he still got it. Like right. Tyson still got it. That Roy Jones Jr. Though, I mean, it you wasn't know? exactly classic, but it was still entertaining. It kept up, so you know. It was eventually they're not in the same weight class, you know. It was just it was an ex like a friendly exhibition, you know. Yeah. But 
to to fight Logan Paul, that that'd be more of a fight, you know. He 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 he's gonna get knocked out if he ever thought about doing that. So it's just so stupid. Definitely, I'm not opposing you on that one. And last thing on the boxing, so one of the big heavyweight bouts coming up next month. You have Tyson Fury versus um, Deontay Wilder three. Where do you think Deontay this is going, man? Three. I think it's gonna go back to Tyson Fury. I definitely think Fury's gonna come out again on top, just because he he's so technical. You know, Tyson Fury is really technical. He knows how to box. When you compare him to Deontay Wilder, Deontay Wilder relies heavily on his God-given strength and his power. You know, you watch the way he boxes. He's just throwing. He's just throwing bombs. That's bomb squad, you know? That's his bomb squad. That's what he does. He knocks people out. But the last fight really exposed his, his lack of real boxing technicality. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, being able to... You know, simple, even Tyson had the rope with dope you know, simple head movements, slipping, slipping, slipping punches and thing, you know, and just Tyson Fury is just a, he's just a fucking animal. You saw, he, I thought he was out. I thought he was out for good. And he just got back up like nothing happened. And you look at the, you, you see the, the look of Deontay made, he was like, yeah, oh, what? Like he got up from that and it was flush. It was a flush straight up knockdown. And you know, I think I think they should have waited on this fight a little more. I think they kind of jumped into it too quickly. I would have preferred to see Fury and Joshua yeah. go at it. Anthony that Joshua was the fight. waiting for that. That was that was the fight that was building up, you know. Between the three, it was, you know, it, it was building up more Fury. And Joshua, but I, I think Joshua backed out and then ended up fighting Ruiz, and then that went down. But that fight definitely has to happen for sure. I think that fight's going to be huge when that happens. But right now, I just don't see – I don't really see Wilder really coming back, you know. I right. think he should have took – he should have taken some more fights before going back at Fury because he – it's not too – it wasn't a lot of time, you know. Between mm-hmm. the two fights, trying to really develop his skills, but you know, we don't know. We don't know what he's been learning in his camp. We don't know how much he's excelled. So all we can do is wait and see. Wait and see during the fight, you know. Absolutely. So now their their breakdown is, you know, Fury's got one. The first match ended in a draw. Do you think if uh, Wilder winds up winning, yeah. you think they'll have no choice but they'll have to do a fight to uh, break the tie? So that's another reason why Fury could just end it once and for all, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know if I see it going a third. I mean, a fourth. I don't know. Certainly, mm-hmm. if Fury won, if Fury wins again, then that's it. You, right. you know? Like I said, the next the next big ticket fight is going to be Joshua. Because mm-hmm. they were the big three heavyweights, you know, these past years. So <laughs> that's going to be the next fight. But if, 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 if Wilder loses this, then... I don't. I don't think they're gonna have a fourth, you know. Mm-hmm. But if Wilder somehow pulls off an ups, upsets, you know, upsets Fury, then maybe you know, like you said, to even it up, you know, get get one good, one more good fight to see who really is. But I think the winner of this fight is definitely gonna fight Joshua next, and I hope they do. 
and so that they can distract boxing from the damn Paul brothers, make that the possible possibility. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we don't need to see that. We don't need that. That's not boxing. That's bullshit. The hell of bullshit. We, we need real, real good fights. You know, you know, last good fight really was the uh, Canelo and Saunders fight. You know, that was the last exciting fight. So it's good that we have another one coming up, but we need more of that in boxing, you know? Absolutely. I love their WWE style re- um, entrances in that one. Mm-hmm. And Canelo takes mm-hmm. another one. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh my God. Yeah, Canelo's badass. Hella, hella badass. So, another thing I have to ask you, my friend Gabe. So, had it's it's summer, it's hot, feeling good. Obviously, you know, take out. I know you're training and stuff like that. So I'm just going to ask you to manifest and let go of that diet really quick because it's ice cream season time. It's ice cream trucks. You see the oh Mr. Softies pulling up. You mm-hmm. see the uh, classic ice cream trucks with the yellow background and the popsicles, man. Yeah. Yo, yep. you see that? What do you, what is your go-to? Whether it's Mr. Softies, you want to pay fucking $8 for ice cream cone the way they chip us off in the tri-state area? Or are you more of like the popsicles, the, the red in the background right. with the ice cream bars? What's your go-to when it comes to the ice cream truck? Nah, man. I'll be fucking with the popsicles, bro. Nah. I'm, I'm straight up either vanilla, you know. You gotta keep it keep it classy. You go straight vanilla soft serve, <laughs> or you know if I if, if if I'm really feeling it, I'm gonna hit up some of that um, mint chocolate chip. Mint chocolate chip. That's that's my that's that's what I grew up on. You know, that's mint chocolate chip or vanilla, really. And or if you know if I feel if I really want something that's kind of like popsicle kind of, but not a popsicle, I'll do like you know uh, like the Italian ices. Mm. You know, or or piaguas or, or stuff like that. Yeah, you know that kind of stuff. You know that I, I'll definitely hit those. But that's my go-to right there, the ice cream spot. I'm going to mint chocolate chip. Mmm, tasty, tasty. Yeah, <clears throat> if I love peanut butter, if I could find, I don't like peanut butter. Peanut butter. Peanut butter soft served, yes. Peanut butter hard ice cream is ass. Like, if they could figure out the Reese's one. Some places re- do it, some don't. Repulsing. It's hard to find. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I love the... Uh, so if I can have vanilla soft serve with, with peanut butter sauce on it, I'm in heaven. That's disgusting. You don't fuck that's with disgusting. peanut butter ice cream? Oh, my God. That's so gross. Hell yeah. No. Nah, that's my shit. Anything peanut butter flavored. If, yeah. it's, if it's not actual peanut butter, I'm not fucking with it. It's disgusting. So you don't Ugh. fuck with like Reese's Pieces or Twix peanut butter? I do. No, I, I, I fuck with I fuck with Twix and Reese's, but that's as far as I'm going to go. You know, <laughs> from, from actual peanut butter, man. You know? Damn. You fuck with peanuts? Yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. <laughs> What's the worst ice cream besides peanut butter for you? What's the, what's the ice cream you can't stand? Like, you guys are weird eating this bullshit. Like, I don't get how people eat uh, oh, damn. strawberry ice cream. I think strawberry ice cream is ass. Oh, you're bugging. Oh, you're bugging. 
Yeah, I can't. I can never feel it. Nah, man, that's my jam too. I'm gonna have to say pistachio. Pistachio. I love my pistachio. That just never made sense to me. (laughs) Why do you want? That's disgusting. Pistachio ice cream? No. Yeah. I don't want no salty ice cream. That's 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 ridiculous. <laughs> I never ridiculous. had the pistachio. I pistachio ice cream. Mm. You know what's great though? I love those fat ice cream chocolate chip munch sandwiches. Put that in face that put that to the face. Put that after oh. you know. They say with the Oreo bars too. Have that yeah. after going out. Those are fired. Those are fire. Yeah, those are definitely fire. Those are definitely, you got to hit those up too. And then you got to hit up the uh, uh, bars. I'm just, or yeah, I guess ice cream sandwich. I guess that's what, what that is. But those are the best right there. The classic ice cream sandwich. You get that after school or before school, they would cut them in mm-hmm. half. If you're mm-hmm. right. Product of the public school system, classic uh, every time. Classic man, classic. You know what I don't like? I don't like the popsicle. Like, like it's just it's like the piraguas, the shaved ice, and you just. But I hate the classic, like, like the red, orange, and you just drink it like juice. Like they pretty much put juice and ice together. Then you get oh, a yeah. stop and shop. I, I don't know if I had that before. You don't need to. Well, definitely the shaved ice. The shaved ice is that's fire. The shaved mm. ice was always good. Yep. Hallelujah to the shaved ice. What other desserts are? What other type of desserts is your is your move? Like I love cannolis. I can go all day with those. Oh, you know, you know, I gotta show respect. Cannolis, definitely cannolis. Um, um, what's the? Uh, oh my god, how am I forgetting the name of it? Um. Little uh Mexican the the sticks with the sugar, um, sticks with sugar, soft, soft. Ch- churros, churros, oh, uh, churros, yeah, I love churros. Ooh. Churros are fire. I've had um, a solid churro, to eat. and then and then I'm a I'm a churro churro Nutella. That's fire right there. But then I gotta if I'm if I'm gonna do a fancy, I'm gonna do the cheesecake, cheesecake all day. It's cheesecake. That's that's my go-to dessert every time I go out to dinner or something, you know. If it's my birthday, my birthday, I always got cheesecake as my birthday cake. You know, that's that's just what I love the most. Which cheesecake? Which one's the one you choosing? Which cheesecake? Regular cheesecake. Just you, regular you, plain old cheesecake. <laughs> Sometimes it don't even have to have the little bread at the bottom, you know. The, the little bread under it. I it love the bread. Any, That's the best. Any part. one of those two. Yeah, you then know, like nice, you know, little nice little strawberry on it. You know, that's that's all I need. Like you know about the um, like Cheesecake Factory, obviously, right? And they have like a cheesecake yeah, flavor yeah. for everything: the Oreo, Everywhere. pistachio. You know, the white cloth pro- flavor they probably have for these basic people out here. Mm, that's disgusting. Nah, man, nah, man. I don't do nah, man. I keep it simple. Just good, plain old cheesecake. Who's had the best cheesecake you ever had? Who's had the worst? Oh man, you see, that's tough because I don't really. 
there's like no one place that really has bad cheesecake i'd say <laughs> you know i don't know i feel like i feel like it's pretty easy to make cheesecake you know but um the best cheesecake <laughs> say probably magnolia bakery Mm. You know, if I was to put like a brand, like a like a brand that had good Magnolia Bakery, they have really good, um, really good cheesecake. To get the best cheesecake, you just gotta go to a good old Italian restaurant. You know, a good old Italian restaurant that makes pizza there too. <laughs> that's where you get some of the best cheesecake ever. You know, the little small, you know, family owned type of joints. Yeah, that's, some that's place like Pasquale's or Gino's or Morelli's. That's what yeah. You got the the mobsters, the, the mobsters that own it. You know, <laughs> that's how you know it's the best. As long as there's you know, a vowel at the end of it, that's that's where you get the best cheesecake. Exactly, exactly. Yo, that's you want to know? Ever. You know the worst Italian restaurant? I don't even, not even a restaurant. It's a, I shouldn't even give them the credit to call them a restaurant. The worst ever place I've ever had Italian food was at Hartford in that shopping center with the uh, liquor store there. And Boston Market is called Gino's Pizza. Oh, that place was ass. It was unbelievably. Was even thinking about it, it makes me nauseous. Put that cheese on everything. Was that was not pizza, man. That was not pizza. Most that generic Italian name you think of Gino's. Probably wasn't mm-hmm. even named Gino, whoever made it. <clears throat> I think the people that owned it weren't even, weren't even Italian. Yeah, no, they definitely were not. I they were not Italian. You just could tell. They just they just named it Gino's just because it's a pizza place and they have to name it an Italian name. Yeah. No one's going to Martha's Pizza Place. I don't know. No one's going to like, you know, Matt's Mike's P- Italian. Pizza or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Nah, man. Nah, that's Hartford. Connecticut has some of the worst pizza ever in the world. Oh, yeah. You know what's ironic, though? It's awful pizza. It's not real pizza. You remember the show Man vs. Food? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they did an episode in Hartford, I believe. And they went to, oh, or they did a pizza challenge in Hartford. It's called Whitney Pizza. I've always yeah. heard about it, never showed up there. And they had this big pizza challenge. And they, the guy, they lost, actually. They lost the pizza challenge. Yeah, yeah. It was like broccoli and cheese. Like, how about you? This is where I'm, I get plain. I like plain pizza. That's it. Like, I'm simple like that. And... Mm-hmm. I don't need your pepperonis. Your maybe I'll have a bacon, but not really. Maybe chicken, but always not. Literally ninety percent of the time, I'm a plain pizza guy. What? Mm-hmm. What about you? Where do you go when it comes to the pizza? Man, I go anything plain, of course. But pepperoni, I live and die pepperoni. Um, sausage and peppers, always good. Always good having a nice sausage and pepper slice, a mm. vegetable slice, chicken, bacon, ranch. I can eat that all day. Mm. Um, what else? Uh, you know, margarita. Definitely margarita. I will slice. like a margarita. Some of the best. And then you got to get the one with the slice with the prosciutto, you know, the prosciutto on it. And I think arugula. Ooh. Right. I think that's I think that's the vegetable they put on it. It's not spinach. It's like arugula or something. But that's 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 some real good pizza. But yeah, I I eat pretty much any topping except for pineapple on my pizza. Oh my god! One of the dumbest corniest debates in this entire world. 
Like if I'm on a dating app and someone brings this up, I'll stop talking. What do you like to do? What do you think about pineapple on your pizza? But tell me about it. Isn't that just I swear they made that shit up just to have conversation starters and icebreakers. That's uh yeah, somebody was definitely trolling when they invented pineapple. <laughs> just, they, they did that for this purpose to start the world's biggest debate, you know. I mean, that's how you know a conversation is going to die out. Pizza, please. <laughs> keep it simple. Keep it plain. I'm going to ask it again, Gabe. Where's the best pizza? <laughs> and where's the worst pizza, man? The best pizza? Coney Island. Coney Island? Coney Island is the best pizza ever made. Or if you want Brooklyn in general. Brooklyn. That's the best borough you could get pizza from. And, you know, it hurts to say this. It hurts to put the Bronx as the second, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm biased towards Brooklyn because that's where my fam, that's where the parents are from, you know. Yeah. That's where I lived, you know. And that's where John Travolta in, um, in that movie, uh, Saturday Night. Yeah, I, out in Bensonhurst. Yeah, he had the double slice. You mm-hmm. and it, he had the double slice. That's the Brook. That's how you eat it in Brooklyn. That's, that's real, real, real pizza right there. So Brooklyn is the best place to get pizza ever. I will say, you know, it's a great pizza place. Um, what was it? Um, I think it's called Full Moon on Arthur Avenue. I, I don't know if you, that brings a bell. Full Moon was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I went with the great Jeff Severino once. Yeah. It is I called Full Arthur Moon, Avenue. right? Yeah, yeah. Sweet. I don't, I don't know the name of the place, but I know, but I, I know Arthur Avenue. Oh yeah, the greatest food, Italian food spots in the whole country. Mm-hmm. I will say the mm-hmm. worst, the worst pizza place is in New York City that I've been to, and that's saying something. I've had some terrible CT pizza and shit like that. It was called oh, garlic wow. pizza in Manhattan, <laughs> and that's saying a lot. Yeah. Garlic pizza. So yeah, man, I worked in the, really have great pizza. Nah. Yeah, dude. I once had like I don't like ninety nine cent slices. I could give <clears> less of a shit about two. Nah, it's just they're overrated. Those are yeah. overrated. And I got bad food poisoning once from a ninety nine cent slice. Never again. Never again. But I will say this place called nah, Vezio's nah, is one Manhattan spots hot. But yeah, I and. I'd have to say, yeah, I'll go with the paper moon. We'll just the one on Arthur Ave with a moon and then the other. I've had a lot of Brooklyn pizza, but um, and then we'll go with uh, garlic in New York City. Step your mm-hmm. game up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you that's feel about the here. how do you feel about the frozen pizza? You like the DiGiorno? That's that's fine if you're on a in a crunch. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie, bro. I do. I fuck with the. That's the only frozen pizza I fuck with. Is yeah, the only only the that one, specifically. The one with the it's got the sausage on it. It's got mm-hmm. the peppers on it. Oh man, even even the pepperoni, even even just a plain actually. Any one of those three. That's just the bread, the the dough, the 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 crust. It's like I don't know, man. I could eat those for days. It's and, not delivery. That's, it's that's something. Is DiGiorno and that that shit that shit is good. DiGiorno's DiGiorno's low key fire. That's, low that's key. like fire, fire non authentic pizza. Mm. You know, if I had to recommend frozen pizza, DiGiorno, that's it. That's that's yeah. it. That's all you need is DiGiorno. How do you feel about 
the fast food pizza, your Pizza Huts, your Domino's, your Little Caesars. Where you go on the where you go with the the fast food pizza? You know, I never really had Domino. I mean, uh, Pizza Hut growing up. Mm-hmm. Never really had that around us. Never really ate it. And Little Caesars, the same thing. <laughs> I only had Little Caesars like once, and that was in Florida. Yeah, exactly. That's a southern thing. I can't really speak on those two, but Domino's is good, especially when you know, when you're drunk and you need something. You know? <laughs> Domino's got your back. So I could I could throw them on the list, but only because of their cheesy bread, really. Mm-hmm. Their cheesy bread is elite. So that's why they're going on the list. Not really because of their pizza, but because of the cheesy bread. Fair, but you know, fair. actually, I did I did try Papa John's. Oh yeah, that's trash. We had a we had Papa John's at my house, and it was it was just yeah, this wasn't good. This wasn't good pizza. It's awful pizza. So definitely don't eat at Papa John's. Piece of shit pizza. I would say that there was a Papa John's in Norwalk at one point. They closed. Another <clears> place <throat> went in. I was skeptical. It's probably another frozen pizza bullshit. It was good. It's called Lorenzo's in Norwalk, and I'll give a lot of mm-hmm. credit to them. Now, I like you said, I won't choose to eat a fast food pizza unless I have no options and I've had a lot of drink and Mm -hmm. whatever. That's the only time I will choose to (laughs) get it. Like I'm hanging out with my boys, right? Exactly. I love these guys, but I won't make decisions. So obviously a long night of them getting fucked up. The food they chose was Domino's. I was like, okay, we could have, you know, picked other places (laughs) after, but fine. Mm-hmm. He chose the pizza, man. He chose the worst combo I ever had. It was like, can you at least, you know, consult the squad what we're going to do? I'm about to throw money instead of this. Mm-hmm. One was like this white pizza with sausage, no sauce at all. I'm like, pizza. oh, white pizza. I forgot to add on the list is elite pizza. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. I, I just it probably is. I'm I'm OK with the white pizza, but I don't know. They got all the, this random flavors and it was just blah. I remember mm-hmm. feeling so ashamed of my body. I lost a week work with the workouts after. That. Yeah, right. uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like the Domino's pizza, if all else fails type of stuff. And, you know, you know, it's overrated. Like if you go to a bar out, whether it's New York City or any city, there's the, there's probably a pizza place right open 24 seven. Then you try to hop mm-hmm. in there. You see all the drunk people and your drunk, the drunk chicks and the drunk dudes eating this with their bar clothes. I've always felt mm-hmm. like meh on it. I don't know. Maybe because they always have to make the pizza so fast. And I don't know. Pizza definitely pizza and and alcoholism go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. It does. It really does. That reminds me of Aladdin's actually. Aladdin's in Hartford. That was right next to. Uh, yeah, that's what it was a place called. They, they, I'm not, I'm not gonna. They, they had some decent pizza. Their pizza was decent. It was good. It was good for what it was. Yeah, know? exactly. So I'm good shout, word, out, shout out, shout out to Aladdin's because they're they're nice people too. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when I'm drunk, when when you are under the influence, of course, you know, living your life and then being safe after, like besides pizza, what else do you like to eat after? You know. A long night, you're not blacked out, but you're buzzed and you need to, you know, fill something in your veins. What is the type of food you're going to get? It's pizza. 
it is pizza. straight up pizza usually. Yeah, I don't really. Um, as far as I can remember, every time I've gone out, gotten that you know obliterated. I've always somehow found a pizza spot. I've always yeah, right. It's pizza. <laughs> you know, like because it's quick. It's not like you're having a full meal, like you know, like having a whole burger or something. Nah, mm-hmm. It's too much. Pizza is quick. It is is good. You know, that's just that's just my go to every time. Always my go to. Yeah, for me, it's two options. If I can choose, <laughs> this is bad, but I don't care. I'll say one. The fact, like you said, even though you say you don't do it, but sometimes I'll go. If I go like to. If I go to a McDonald's and just get a three for three or, or a five dollar biggie bag from Wendy's, <laughs> knowing mm-hmm. well that this contradicts everything you did to keep a healthy lifestyle, it's just mm-hmm. so soon in that nice, soft bun and processed meat with them onions. But boy, it make it sound really unappealing, but damn. It's just there for you, I guess, sometimes. But mm. or the I love the McNuggets, man. Yeah, you gotta take what you get sometimes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Whatever is whatever's there. Or just if you should wind up at a diner late night too. That's that's always and a fun thing. That's actually that's that's a move. That's a low-key move too. And when, when you had a long night out, you go 24 hour diner, get you some breakfast, you know. Mm-hmm. I could I could actually add that to the list. Like, give me a nice egg sandwich, yeah. sausage, egg, and cheese. I usually I usually get that whenever it's a late night diner trip. Always like that's the best meal you can get: a sausage, egg, and cheese on a roll or a hero. That's like me. I love a chicken salt, club. pepper, ketchup too. Mm. Or like this invention that I'll try to get someday. Someone's probably done it, but. I like to do this wrap. It's it's a I call it the Maddie B wrap. It's a chicken cutlet. With bacon and lettuce, onion and honey mustard. So mm-hmm. trademark, I get that there. If I ask <laughs> someone to do that, oh, with some crispy papas fritas, the fries out there. I'm a happy man yep. from that. Yep, yep. Oh man, <laughs> make me hungry now. But obviously, <laughs> real, we have to. For real, we got it. <laughs> I'm about to fuck up my diet talking about this, man. Get that Uber Eats. <laughs> yeah, right. Yo, yeah. I have a, you want to hear a funny DoorDash story? So I was hanging yeah. out with our homie, one of our homies, you know, the good boy, Brandon. Brandon Freeford, right? <laughs> it was so funny. So we ordered DoorDash hanging out. Now he's mm-hmm. in Jersey City. I'm in... And the place we order was from Hoboken. To be fair, Hoboken to Jersey City, though geographically they're close, it could take like a half an hour with all the traffic and stuff. And like, right, order we order this place, and um, you know they're take, I mean they're take they're going as fast as they can, but uh, our boy is uh impatient, right? And uh, he actually calls. The restaurant. Hey, did you give our food to this person? Yeah. Then she he calls the DoorDash and giving him a hard time. Remember, this is all my name. They think I'm complaining. And I got a uh, downward vote from that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, you gotta we have to be nice to our DoorDashers and our Uber Eats friends because they're the ones who hook good yeah. up for us. 
Yeah, but when you get when they give your order away, it's like, come on, man. You know? <laughs> yeah, right? Like, uh... Oh man. What's you've ever had any pleasant DoorDash experience? I don't use DoorDash. I use Uber Eats, but no, I can't say that I have. Most of the times it's like me having to run out and and try to direct them to the right address, you know? Yeah. That's, that's that's usually every every time that happens to me. So no, it's never pleasant ordering from Uber Eats. Yeah, it's you know? funny how that something works. Always, something always goes wrong. Something always goes wrong or they just take forever you know and i don't necessarily blame them but you know it's just it's not it's not pleasant there has to be a more efficient way to get these apps whether the doordash the uber eats the seamless the grubhub it's got to be a more efficient way to get this fast and not feel your foods it's not you know why it's not pleasant it's no it's not pleasant because they charge you up the ass for it yeah that's why it's not pleasant either. You spend, you buy a seven dollar meal, end up paying thirteen dollars. It's crazy. Oh yeah, that's why if I do, I, I try to do pickup because at least they won't charge me the stupid delivery fee. You know? Yeah, they won't charge you exactly. They charge you with so many fees. They the, the the car fee, the gas fee, the the hair fee, the wake up fee. Man, you know what's crazy? Whether it's wake up fee, whether it's the. Uh, DoorDash is the Uber Eats or if you're on Uber itself. You know what's funny? You know if you lose your phone, at least this is on Uber. Then it costs $15. They'll charge you $15 for finding it. Even if you find the phone, say it slips out of your pocket and lands in uh, like the driver's seat and the driver finds it. They can charge you 15 bucks for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why would they do that? That's because crazy. they don't want us to succeed. They take That's every so dollar out. They Uber just wants they want to take every dollar they can. And they don't pay their workers right. They don't treat their workers right either. Yeah. You know? And then they want to charge everyone else more. That's crazy. And how about like, you know, when you use the Uber late night and the fees they charge you for that to get to like two miles away or like five miles away, 70 bucks. Not even just not even just the fees for actually, you know, driving you, but like if you call them at the hours that it's like really busy, dude, a a $20 Uber ride will turn into a $50 Uber ride easily. That's crazy. Nothing's more painful than looking at a unused Uber seat. The other day, right? I'm ordering with I'm ordering an Uber, three people. Car with two two seats comes in. I got charged for the whole Uber ride and couldn't fit people in. Like, damn, why do they do this to us, man? The, the ride sharing, like, of course, there's great benefits um, and it gets drug drivers off the road. But shit, you'll make so much money from, you know, doing being a regular price as well. You know, Uber just they're like the top car service right now, you know. Uber they, feel like they, they feel like they can do whatever they want, you know. That's it. They charge they charge people whatever they want because they know they're gonna pay for it, you know. What are we gonna do? Walk home? <laughs> no, no, fuck that. But at least in NYC, it's easier to avoid Ubers because you know taking a cab is cheaper. Yeah, I like the cab. Taxi cab is cheaper, and it's sometimes the pain in the ass trying to get them to fucking stop for you. You know, it's <laughs> annoying. 
it's like, come on, man, just like what the hell? But they're fast, they're safe, and they don't charge nearly as much as an Uber would charge. You Absolutely. Know? You know, one of my favorite, one of my favorite, um, I was one of my favorite stories regarding taxi. I was in an interview, going for an internship interview, I'm still at school, right? Mm-hmm. I am right by Radio City, so 48th and 6th. I need to get a 63rd and I need to get a 63rd and 8th Avenue. So I need to go cross town. Then up. So I'm jumping around, trying to make sure I get to my interview on time. This guy pulls up and he says, where are you going? And I said, Hey, can you take me, you know, to upper West side? Pretty much. That guy said, Nope, go to Queens. See ya. And I literally slammed the door and said, fuck you. But luckily I found some savior. Don't you hate that shit? I don't know what that's about, man. Going to, like, how are you going to deny someone if that doesn't make any sense? <laughs> he pulled up for me perfectly and everything. Like, I just had to get in. He said, nope, go to Queens. See ya. Oh, my God. Yeah, that dude was trying to go home. That's why. <laughs> trying to get the fuck out of there. He's like, all right, look. I'm going to only drive if this person's going towards the crib and you weren't, so. Yeah, right? <laughs> you know. Dude, it's always but, funny. Again, that's why I take the cabs, man. You don't got to worry about that bullshit. It's just literally get in, go where you have to go, and that's it. You know? It's always amazes me how a true, like, New York City cab driver can go, go know every little spot in all five boroughs, even pre-GPS. Like, that's, that's a skill, I, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something I can't keep up with. I never could keep up with it even though i grew up in the city like mm-hmm. i never had to really i never had to know you know the streets know all the numbers and everything nah, yeah just your neighbors just drive just drive yeah that's 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 something like my father he'll always never he tells stories about what he used to work in the city he'd be like yeah i was over on uh 63rd right off of blah 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 and i'm mm-hmm. like yeah 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 acting like i know where that is but i, I don't fucking know where that is you know <laughs> But but nah, it's 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 just it's a massive city, you know. It's a lot of streets to learn. But I could I easily get my way around this. I just can't commit it to memory. Definitely, yeah, yeah. I hear you on that one. And like, how about you know? Imagine growing up in New York or doing live in New York, like in the '60s, or not so much '60s, but like the '70s and '80s, where there's a lot of grit. War on drugs, you know, mm. prostitutions mm. were out there. There were serial killers, mm. son of Sam. Imagine yeah. being in New York at that time, man. I couldn't imagine, but my dad lived through it. He, he was born in 1961 and grew up in all. He grew up in New York, so he knew that very well. He worked in he worked in the parking garages back then Ooh. and he knew he knew all of that he's had so many stories so many experiences just working that job you know working the night shifts we've seen so much crap out there that taxi so, driver type of new york that's what i'm saying that that type of the real real gritty new york especially in the 80s in the 70s oh to him he says the 70s was the worst it was the absolute worst it was worse than the 80s but yeah like you, you could just walk in broad daylight and you get jumped and get robbed right there, or you get shot, you know, easily. 
that's you know that's a real bizarre thing for me is the fact there was a serial killer out son of sam for about a year and a half like yeah yeah my dad my dad remembers that too but the only thing is he was um the son of sam was only targeting like white couples yeah so he was he was good i actually asked him about it the other day i was like yeah do you remember like you know how that like how like how did you feel like going outside? He's like, I didn't feel nothing. I just went outside because he was only killing white people. And I was like, Oh, oh crap. so he was just he didn't bother him, you know. Yeah. But that was a real that was a real scary thing that happened. So, you know. Yeah, and it got really a, cleaned up towards the late eighties. Boom, and Giuliani and came Giuliani in, and, throwing away the five families. Yeah. Huh. Taking them all out, man. And, and now, just and now look at New York, you know. Hell yeah, where weed weed is legal and getting a new mayor. Can you believe that Times Square was a haven for just scum, like just straight up prostitution, yeah, pimps, drugs. Like Times Square was one of the worst places ever, and people don't know that. Right. People don't know how how disgusting and dirty it was back then. You ever see the show The Deuce on HBO? The Deuce, yeah, The Deuce. Yeah, I know that. Sh- I don't think I've I don't think I've watched the show, but that's what they this The Deuce. That's what they used to call it. Right. Like, yeah, you could just go up to somebody and you know buy a hooker up the street, like, and all these big places are all porno theaters too. Like yeah, you know the Eminem shows and stuff. Yep. That was a yeah. That was a major porno shop at one point. Mm-hmm. It was. I even actually remember, even when I was little, it was still kind of like that. Mm. Back in like 2000, 2001, there was still remnants of that left over in that area. Yeah. So I vividly remember driving past stores like that and walking past stores like that, and I was like, the love shack. It's pretty, pretty. It's pretty messed up. You know? Yeah. This, this is a place you definitely don't want to bring kids around, you know? Yeah, but now it's like Disney World out there. Now it's, now it's like Disney World. You got Spider-Man. You got all all types of Spider-Mans, Batman yeah. walking around and shit. The naked cowboy. I will say, you yo, those, those gross, man. like, eight, like 80-year-old women who with their titties out. And like, yeah. Oh. that's uh, I think I think Times Square is still weird as fuck. I, don't, I still don't like going out there. Yeah. I hate I hate walking through Times Square, especially at night. I fucking hate that place. But no more Toys R Us. All right, you know. Yeah, that can't get the, the Ferris wheel no more. That was the main attraction, man. How about the remember the Virgin Music Store? You can get albums out there. Yeah. I think I that's Forever 21. Yeah, I remember that place when I was little. Yeah, I think it's Forever 21 yeah. now. Look at this. Even times even Times Square is like, dude. I'd never go out to Times Square. That place is just so fucking whack. Yeah. Know? That's just that's just a tourist spot, if anything. It really it's, is. It's just it's just a tourist spot. There's nothing to do over there. You only the only thing, yeah, except if you watch the Broadway shows there, there's nowhere to really eat unless you want Donald's or Bubba Gump, but that's all touristy and hard rock touristy. Or or the hard rock. Yeah, I've never nah. Guy Fieri has never there. The only ones that play Sardis with all the pictures of the celebs, but that's really expensive to get in. There. Only the only food spot I would go to is just the McDonald's right there <laughs> by the um by, by Madame Tussauds. Madame that's Tussauds. the only place. That's <laughs> the, the, the wax 
museum. Oh, yeah, I've never been there. I gotta go there. Yeah, I've never been there either. I definitely want to go there, but McDonald's yeah, theater. This fucking that place is whack. When it comes to Manhattan, what are some of the places you do like to hang out that have cleaned up? Like World Trade Center is a pretty nice place for all that went through there, or like a Madison Square uh, yeah, Park or the yeah, Washington yeah. Square Parks. Definitely, definitely South Street Seaport. Mm-hmm. Um, all the way down there, that's a nice area. You got to nice see the Statue of Liberty. You know, see, yeah, you got a nice, really nice view down there. It's, it's busy, but it's nice. Um, where else? Uh, Lower East Side. Yeah. I always, I'm, I'm always going, I'm always in Lower East. I'm always, always in LES. Um, you know, I say East Village. I like East Village. That's, that's a, that's a nice place too. Um, where else? Uh, those are mostly the spots I frequent when mm-hmm. I go to the city. Unless if I'm not at Grand Central and you know Forty Second or whatever, but yeah, there's another another part that I would always uh, by Lincoln Center. That's a nice area. Oh yeah, Lincoln Center with all Lincoln the theaters and stuff. I like going up there. There's really they got some really nice restaurants up there too. Really fancy places. Um, Flatiron District. That's a mm. nice. They have a really nice, nice, nice um, ramen restaurant there. Yeah, go to like authentic. go to Madison Square Park right after, take a seat. Yeah, man. Yeah, that that place is nice. Um, where else? Where else? That's uh, that's pretty much where I really go. Yeah, you know, wherever I'm in the city, that's where all the action is for me, at least. And I know there's there's more. There's definitely more. I'm gonna say you know I'm gonna say Chinatown. Oh yeah, Chinatown for me is dirty as it is, you know, and is it, it really recovered? Since COVID, you know, for sure. I went there. I went there in the middle of COVID plenty of times, and it was like I am legend. It was literally like <laughs> straight out of them. Now I'm I'm dead ass. Like it was so scary. It was just so quiet. Everything was boarded up. Too quiet. Too quiet. It was just. It was sad. I was like, damn. But I can always go to Chinatown. You know. You ever go to Canal Street right around the corner from there? Get a. Her ma- fake Hermes belt for mm-hmm. 40 bucks. <laughs> nah, it's a fake easy. Nah, I see that all the time. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be messing with them too. I'll be messing with them. And they come yeah. up to me with the menu, with all the stuff. And I'll be like, okay, okay. Then I go like this. All right, we got them. We got them. And, <laughs> and then they shit their pants and they think oh, I'm a, shoot. they, I'll be making them think I'm a cop or something, but I'm not playing. But yeah, but it's so funny because I see the tourists all the time getting trapped in that. You know, I see them all the time getting trapped like that, and it's so funny. They say, "Yo, get my girl a Gucci belt. She always wanted fifty bucks. What?" And then then it's a big market. It's a big market. You know, I mean, it's a big market, but goddamn, you know. I also love what Akadab. They actually are able to to cop these. Actual boxes these come in. See yeah, how they, more legit. The, they the go hard in it. Market, the counterfeit market has gotten really, really good as of lately. <laughs> to the yeah. point where it's like, all right, these are hella fake, but no one's gonna know. That, yeah, right. You know? They don't look. It, they don't. They're not obvious. Like they look really real. So like, fuck it, my cop. Get, right. You get some Ray Bans, but it really says Roy Bans. Roy Bans. <laughs> <laughs> Or like you get the fake Balenciagas and they say like boat 
like Balenciaga or some shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fire but, but that's obvious like that right every time they fake the balenciagas they make it so blatantly obvious you know it's a you know it's a crazy jip whether it's on cadastro you see it a lot in uh times square too is the mixtape rappers it was like yo yo check my mixtape yo yo i missed that i missed that era bro we when i was little when i was little my dad um he worked for coca-cola at the time and mm-hmm. his route he worked in manhattan going to every kind of store from uptown to downtown. Mm-hmm. And we had this place. Um, I want to say it was a D'Agostino's. I don't remember. Yeah. But it was it was, it was was right, right in Columbus Circle. Mm-hmm. And there was this dude every morning. He'd always be standing there like, yo, check out my album. Check out my album. <laughs> it was the same guy every day. He'd be there every day with his mixtape trying to check it out. I was a little kid at the time, you know, so it was it was funny because he was like checking my album, checking my to literally everyone, and um, I kind of wish I took his album. You yeah, know? <laughs> it turns I, out I, to this to this day, I wish I took his albums. I, well, I just wanted to know what he wanted us to hear so badly, you know. You know, one of my boys got caught with that. He just got suckered in, give twenty yeah. bucks to this <laughs> this rapper, puts the CD on. It's, it just it plays piano music. Doo, 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 doo. He got him. Which what you expect? The album was called man, For the Smokers. And... Yeah, they're hustling. Shit, people always scheming down there, man. That's why I never, I never get what I'm saying. Always you can't talk to anybody. You have to keep to yourself. Like even if I hang out with someone, like if somebody asks for money, like I feel bad you or whatever. Watch. You just can't talk to them. Don't even say you no. You gotta I don't have watch any. out. Yeah, you gotta watch out for the Buddhist monk, the the fake monks down oh, there. Oh yeah, they give you, they give you the, they show you like, oh look, my temple is is destroyed. Can you donate? And then they'll put, they'll put the brace, they'll put like a bracelet on you. And then like force you to pay them, and like that's how like that's kind of how the scam like how they trap. Yeah, when they when they touch you and shit, that's invasive. I hate. But they be doing that. that, They be doing that in all over the world though. That kind of scam where they give you a bracelet or something, and then they force you to pay. Like that's that's a that's a worldwide kind of scam. Yeah, it's amazing how that keeps going, but. I want to run into these like people who are on New York Co or like the side talk people. I want to run into like Spider Cuz. Run into the side talk people. That'd be fire. Yeah, yeah. right. That'd be fire to I run love into that talk. dude. That's a that's a good little series. It's short bite. Yeah. Like short it's short little uh bite size, I guess. Nice little videos, um, just a minute, less than a minute. Size, each. Like views. Yeah, views into like the people in New York. You know, like the people in New York series. Yeah, New York Co, New York and Co. Yeah, people like this little bite sized views into like just how the city is and the people of the city, exactly. you know? So it's fire. Yo, I really like, like I said, Spider Cuz. I, I posted it on my story. Corny. Nah, he retweeted corny. me. I fucking hate that. Fuck he hates Spider Cuz. And now he has That's Spider Cuz. the corniest shit I've ever seen. Bro. He has his woman now. <laughs> no, man. Nah, I've I was I've been off that dude. Like that dude's so corny. I fucking hate him. I hate him so much. I was DMing him, right? So you know, corny. And you know he wrote he he you know how you can like people's comments? Yeah. You know he put he put a spider logo on mine. 
that he retweeted me or reposted yeah, he's me. He's a bum. Always <laughs> corny, bro. He's, he's corny as fuck. Like he was a real trying to sell that. He really trying to sell like his whole stick is a typical New York stereotype. Oh look, I got Tim's on. And Henny, kind of like, shut <laughs> the fuck up. You're a bozo, bro. Like I really hate that dude. Like I really hate him. You know. You won't have a. Sh- you won't sh- share some Henny with him. Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> it's so corny, but that's what people like. So yo, hey, right? Whatever you gotta do, I guess. And people speaking of Henny, people love their Henny. You know, Henny, a lot of places have that locked down on you. Like I try to I'm into the mixology, making drinks, try to get some cognac and brandy. So I got Henny, but I had to go mm-hmm. to there's this high end liquor store called Total Wine. I don't know if you have any in your area or what. Nah, it's literally anything like that. It's literally like how do I explain this? It's it's like a uh Think of it as Home Depot for liquor. Everything you want. Huge warehouse. Maybe a Costco is a better example. Mm -hmm. They keep their Henny locked up. So I did it. It's like a regular thing. like $32, which is pretty expensive. But, you know, anything's possible, right? Or, you know, you just get Brandy or Kodiak. Anything's possible, definitely. Yeah, so I just always like that and um, been making uh, like we were talking before making drinks. You said you were all about that Moscow mules, right? Definitely. Yup. For real. Those are fire. Yeah, I just copped some copper. So this is if you want to see, I copped all those glassware, right? Mm -hmm. Mixture from home goods and Amazon and tag sales. But you see, I got the copper ones. Yeah, yeah, you ready? I'm a man. I'm a hook yeah, it up for you, Gabe. Whip those up real quick. Yo, you know what? Another thing. I think I don't know if they put like a little mint leaf in it, but it's really good. Oh yeah, they do. The whether the mint leaves or the limes are the popular. I'm trying to get that in. And my um, yeah, my grandma asked to make me this drink called a Pink Lady, which I had. You ever heard of a Pink Lady? Never heard of a Pink Lady. It's just gin, Gardein, and half a half cream. And it tastes so fucking amazing, man. It's like that sounds good. I will say I I, I know I made fun of strawberry ice cream, but it felt like a strawberry creamy strawberry. Flavor. Yeah, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm making that. I'll make the mules, the mojitos. I'm trying I'm trying to just add on to uh myself and my graft, you know? Yeah, definitely. That's that's a good place to start. And what that's else? a good skill to have. That's a good skill to have too. Hell yeah! And besides the Moscow Definitely. mules and what else? The drinks or do you like or go to? Maybe I can practice and hook you up this summer. Anything, anything dark. I, I do dark liquor. Get your whiskey, whiskey sours. Mostly, I keep it simple. Fashions. If I don't, yeah. Nah, no whiskey sours. Those are disgusting. Those are definitely <laughs> disgusting. I, and they make your breath just taste awful. It's, it's not a good taste. Like, but I'm I'm usually either on the rocks or with Coke. You know? Okay, nice and classic. That's about it for me. That's a, that's about it for me when it comes to liquor. Yo, you know you what's know. great? Tennessee Honey Jack. 
Never had that. Oh, just it's just honey flavored with Jack Daniels, but really fantastic. Oh, that oh, I didn't. I never heard of anyone call it that, but yeah. Excuse me. I've had that. I've had that before. That's good. That's some good stuff. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh man, and so you prefer when it turns to the whiskey. You prefer rye or bourbon, or the answer is yes, scotch too. Answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Answer is yes. I don't really have a particular brand, you know. I don't really gravitate towards one type, one brand. It's just if it's dark, I'll drink it, you know. Yeah, yeah. and of course, That's responsibly, responsibly, res- respectfully, you know. Yes, definitely respectfully. respectfully. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm simple. I don't really get all into all the brands and whatnot. If it tastes good, it tastes good. If I can drink it, then I'm gonna drink it, you know. And, you know, we went to Hartford and see some crazy people drink, get just go crazy. I remember I saw someone funnel wine, put that to the face. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, man, put some friends. Remember, what was it called? Franzia? Pop that, slap the bag. Slap the bag, yeah, slap the bag <laughs> shit. Those, those were good, though. Those are always good. I like those little uh, I haven't had Franzia since I graduated. I'm not a wine guy, but I, I, I used to like those. Better than the Keystone, man. Why did we waste our time with that shit? It was cheap. I mean, yeah. I mean, of course, but like, damn. We didn't really care. We could have get that extra few dollars to get some Bud Lights. I get some Coronas, you know. Yeah. Now I I appreciate, you know, the money I spend on the alcohol I drink, you know. Yeah. Because you taste the quality, you know, it's a clear quality difference with each tier or whatever. And, you know, I don't mind. You know, I'll spend I'll spend the extra five bucks on something that's yeah now better for sure. better tasting for now yeah you know definitely now you know as you get older too like when it comes to drinking like for me like I really try to be careful I don't want to text some dumb shit I don't want to black out I don't want to you know be an idiot and fuck everything up like how do you handle that too like i drink so much water while i drink at the same time i like really try to make a conscious effort to eat a lot now now yeah i'm more i'm more conscious about eating a good meal before and always staying hydrated there because that's the worst feeling being dehydrated and you're drunk in the morning especially you feel it in the morning even more so you got to stay hydrated if you want to not have a nasty hangover. Oh, yeah. It is not worth it anymore than nasty hangers. And I'm not trying to be gross. I say this, but like when you like like burp and it's just the alcohol, it's just the pure chemical, of the alcohol. That's yeah, how you know you fuck that. Up. That and then your mouth is dry. and Your body feels dry and just weak. Nah, it's not fun. It's definitely not fun anymore. Yeah. And that's why we just get classy lit. Classy, yeah. Get a little tipsy, you know. Get a nice cigar, and then you're set. You're set for the night. All about being winners right there. Yo, my man Gabe, we've been at it for an hour. I've really enjoyed this. Yeah, man. Me too, likewise. Let's just keep doing these and have some more fun with the recurring shows. And, man, I really appreciate you coming on and giving us your great energy as we talk drinks at pizza. And uh, New York, New York desserts. Talk about New York, yep. 
And man, I just hope to have you come back again and again and again after that. I'll be back, man. Just we gotta we gotta keep it going, man. Make history. You know? Nothing, nothing but man. And uh <laughs> let's chill let's let's take an effort to try to see each other in the next few weeks, man. Yeah, man. I'm trying I gotta come to the crib. We gotta do the real the real park, the real in in person podcast. Oh, you know, we gotta set do. that up. I'm vaccinated, so you don't gotta worry about that anymore. Oh, we'll make I'll make these moves. We will definitely will. And I got a new mic stand too for the second one. So let's do that. Definitely. Yeah. Well, for sure. We will make it happen. But Gabe. Is there anything else you want to say before we sign off here? Take care of yourself mentally and physically. Yo, you're a real one, Gabe. Thank you for that. That's the, that's the great Gabe Yifoon. I'll see you again, man. Love you, bro. And you stay up and uh, keep, in, keep making us proud, my friend. Peace, y'all. Right. Have a good one. Have a great stay one. Stay dangerous friend. respectfully. Nothing but. All right, you the man, Gabe. Peace. Peace. One great guy I could talk about anything with. Gabriel Yifun, thank you so much for another fantastic appearance. Again, I just remind you all to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And also don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show. Go to ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com to check out the links to every single one of our podcasts, the links to our videos, the links to everything you need to know about the show and take in, as well as our merchandise store, thanks to Zaz. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter at Proc Convo Pod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. And yeah, we're back on Thursday. Wow, July 1st. How about that, everybody? It's already July. And we're going to start the first day of July off right with Nick Calabrese on the show for the first time as we talk about music, what makes him cool, what makes us laugh. And uh, it's a really great first appearance by the great Nick Calabrese show, 85. And I just can't thank my guests enough. Gabriel Yifun, for the third time, you killed it. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, the greatest listeners and audience members in the world, for always supporting the show, giving me a purpose, and just enjoying the ride we are all experiencing together. The show is not possible without you, and I love each and every one of you. And again, Nick Calabrese coming on Thursday. It's going to be fun. We're going to start the month off right. And be sure until then, you make some moves. You be fantastic and keep making us proud. I know you will. And with that, my name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'll see you very, very soon. Now go make some moves. Peace.